You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. All right, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Very important show today, very important show, maybe one of the most important shows I've done in a long time. As we're not afraid to talk about the real issues, the challenges facing us as a Christian community and as a nation. So welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, I'm going to get into this. Before we do, though, I just want to, again, thank you for joining today's broadcast. I humbly appreciate you. Uh, I never take it for granted that you take the time to listen to these. I want you to know that. Um, you know, somebody got mad at me because in a live stream I said, well, if, you know, if, if the funding ever stops coming in or, you know, people don't want me doing this, uh, you know, God doesn't want me doing it, I'll, I'll go get a job at Publix. And somebody thought I was, like, demeaning Publix. I'm not demeaning it. I, I When I was a pastor in California, we had, like, a $17,000 a month rent for the building. And so uh, I didn't take a salary most of the time pastoring there, uh, nor did my family. Um, it was, you know... It was just, we decided we didn't want to strain the church. We didn't want to strain the church account. And so I worked uh, during the day and then I would get off and then I'd go to service at night during the week and on the weekend. So I barely ever got any time off. So I'm used to having the schedule that I hold now. Uh, I don't require a lot of sleep and I don't require a lot of rest, but I have uh, understood over the years, it's important to take at least one day rest. And that's my Sabbath. Uh, It's also biblical, even God rested. Um, and so, you know, with that, I get recharged and, uh, you know, my family's amazing and we all get to do this together and praise God. But, you know, that that's what I mean by that is if this is the Lord's ministry. He gives and takes away. It's not my ministry. It's his. And I have to be beholden to what he wants me to say, what he wants me to do. That's the most important thing. Uh, it's not about likes. It's not about followers. Look, I love you. I, I hope that you appreciate me. I appreciate you. Uh, we're in this together. But ultimately, I have to answer to the big guy. He is the one. I have to answer to the big guy. He is the one that I am beholden to. The Holy Spirit, I mean, the God of heaven and earth, Jesus. Just want to make that very clear. Yeshua. That's who I'm talking about. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When I say the big guy, that's who that, who that is. Okay, I know there's some other people that they, they refer to some different big guy. That's not who I'm referring to. And I, I say that all because... I want to lead into a series of events that have happened over the course of the last few weeks. Uh, I wanted to, I, I really think it's important, uh, you know, that we get into this conversation because a lot of people, um, you know, don't understand what's going on right now from a spiritual standpoint. There's still some people that believe President Trump is president. Uh, he's not right now. I would love if he was. And trust me, I've, I've said this many times. I'd be the first to repent and rejoice and run up and down the street, you know, dancing with you. But he, you know, he's not currently the president. He's not in control of the country right now, nor is the military. And that was a very difficult thing when I when I came out and said that, because I knew a lot of people in this movement who are great patriots, amazing patriots, love this country, fighting for this country, standing veterans, you know, real authentic people. But the Spirit of the Lord said, that's not true. I heard it very clearly in my prayer. I prayed extensively. I prayed extensively. I've met with uh, high-level generals, uh, people from the Trump administration, the family. I mean, most people have no understanding of how many meetings I've had where I've asked this pointed question to people that, 
you know, people say, well, they don't know. I mean, if they don't know, I don't know who would know. Let's just put it like that. These are the people that are uh, the closest to President Trump. Okay. And so anyway, but again, I'm not here to argue you. Again, if you're right, I would love it to be right. I would love the military to be in control. I'd love President Trump to be president. But I have come to the conclusion through prayer and investigation that I do not believe that is the case. Now, when I came out with that, many people got very upset in our movement, believe it or not, in the patriot community. A lot of people don't talk about these things because they don't want to get the blowback. See, again, I'm beholden to God. I'm not beholden to man. Now, that was a big deal. And I probably lost, you know, people say it's about followers and likes and you're doing this for clickbait or whatever. Well, if that's the case, why would I say something like that? Because I, I dropped it substantially in followers when I came out and said that. Because there were people that don't want to hear what I had to say. They wanted to hear that Trump is in control, that the president, you know, he is currently the president. Now, do I believe he won? Well, you know where I stand on that. Yeah, I do. Uh, but, you know, they'll take you off the air. So I got to be careful uh, because of censorship and FCC and all those different things. So, you know, uh, just use discernment what you think I think there. OK, that I believe. But what I'm saying is the current situation right now as it stands. And as I was talking to uh, one of these people, that's a very prominent voice in our nation. I said, look, here's the thing is that we the, the biggest thing the enemy wants us to do is pretend that, you know, yeah, hey, uh. You know, Trump's president, the military is in control, so we don't have to do anything. And what do they do? They just keep moving forward with their agenda, and they laugh at us. Look at these gullible people that believe that. I mean, it could even be them putting out that information. If you think about it, it would make perfect sense so that the, the, the Christians don't pray and pull down the strongholds and intercede and fast because they just feel everything's good. And then there's, there's a certain prophetic voices. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go there because I fear no man. Okay, here's the thing. There are certain prophetic voices that we're going to get into today. I want to read my statement so that you can understand my stance. It's very clear. And I'm going to read it to you, and uh, we'll get into discussion with this. And, and some of you say, well, I don't, I don't care about this. I don't care about your stance. But listen, here's the thing. This affects you. It affects me. It affects the church. It's not about me. You don't even have to remember my name. I could care less. But this is an issue that affects the church. And so if you're part of the body, it involves you. You're a newer believer. I, that's fine. Listen, I was a newer believer at one point. You're not any less than me. I'm not any better than you. The fact is you're either in or you're out, okay? And if you're in Christ, if you believe Jesus Christ is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, you've confessed with your mouth, you believe in your heart, and then you are saved, okay? And, and so this affects you. You say, well, I'm not a believer. Well, if you're not a believer, I would love uh, for you to accept Jesus Christ, but that you have to do that on your own free will. Uh, but I'd be happy to have the conversation. I spoke with an atheist recently, and, and we actually had a great conversation. And towards the end of the conversation, I really believe he was questioning his own beliefs because God's word is true, and it does not return back void. So if you're a non-believer, get in touch with us, pastortodd.org. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. We send you the information. We'll send you some uh, articles where we break this whole thing down. We'll send a, you know, a, a movie that was made that explains the case for Christ. Very important information. But, but today's show is going to be about this situation. There's, there's prophetic challenges, and the Lord uh, wants us to be united, and the devil wants us to be divided. And so the conversation needs to be had. But I believe when we get through this, that not only are you going to understand a little bit more about my perspective, but I think we're going to understand the problem at hand and the pathway forward through this and why God is allowing this. Because if we can understand those aspects the pathway through it and why God is allowing it and what he wants to come out of this, I think we'll be set up for success. And I think we're going to end up being stronger and better and more unified, even though 
in the beginning, it could seem divisive. Towards the end, it's going to be more unifying because we're going to get over a hurdle. We're going to get over a very important hurdle that we need to get over. Because just like the Q thing where people were believing that the military is in control and President Trump is the president, this is equally, if not more egregious, because many people are listening to certain voices that are echoing those same things when in reality, that's not true. And so are there real prophets? Yes, of course there are. It's a five-fold ministry gifting. I believe in the office of a prophet. There are legitimate prophets out there that are speaking truth, and I'm thankful for them. I am so thankful for them. Hallelujah. Glory to God for them. But at the same time, okay, at the same time, we have to understand how to navigate through the minefield that we're walking through as believers in this hour where there's many voices on social media and there's many people saying many different things. And I am somebody that always says this, and I'll say it again. I am far from perfect. Have I made mistakes in my life? Absolutely. But we're all navigating this together. But the key is the remnant are the people that have a heart for God that have a heart for his word, that have a heart for truth, that hunger and thirst for righteousness, that want to be in the perfect will of the Lord, that if we make a mistake, we course correct. You know, we're like David. We're good repenters. Was David perfect? No. I mean, he literally sent his best friend to battle to get murdered, to get killed. But he was a good repenter, and God called him a man after his heart. And that's what I believe God is looking for, is a people who are after his heart. That if we make a mistake, we're not too big to repent. That if we get off course, we're not too, too you know, prideful to course correct. That we're teachable, that we have mentors and elders in our life speaking into our lives. We're accountable. The whole thing is we're just trying to do this right. And none of us have it all figured out, but that's why we have the word of God. That's why we have the word of God. And so if we can grasp this and understand this whole thing, what God wants us to do, come as a child. You don't have to be, you know, totally like a theologian that knows everything, but he does want us to study ourselves approved, meaning getting in the Bible. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God, right? He wants us in his word. It's important that we get in his word, amen? So that's what today's show is about. We're gonna work through some of these things. If you are able, I would be blessed, but I think it will bless you as well if you hang on We are going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to read the statement just so we lay the foundation here and the groundwork, and then from there, we're going to have the discussion, and I believe that we're going to seek God's heart, we're going to seek what he desires, and we're going to work our way through this, and then we're going to come out of this more unified. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Kokonawa Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to... The Todd Coconado Show, so thankful that you're here. PastorTodd.org, very important conversation today. We got we to gotta talk about hearing from the Lord and prophetic words. And these are things that we're talking about today. Uh, so praise God. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, really appreciate it. Hallelujah. All right, so let's get into this again. Um, Hope you're having a blessed day, by the way, and uh, wherever you are, I just want you to know that God is with you. He hears your prayers. Uh, He will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He's with you even until the end of the age. I don't know why, but I felt like I needed to share that right now because I think there's some people that are super discouraged right now, and don't be. Don't be discouraged. God is good. 
Uh, he's never lost a battle. Uh, he's not going to lose one now. He takes care of the birds of the air. He takes care of the fish of the sea. And he's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of me. Whatever your situation is. So hold on. Some of you have been praying for a sign. Maybe this is that sign today. Hold on, okay? So I'm going to read this now uh, in the second segment here. It says, whenever a person is a public person, that's me, especially a modern preacher, even slightly indicates something with regard to his or her stance on a hot-button issue, many people will automatically rush to judgment, put words in our mouths, or assume something that is simply untrue. I often hear people tell me, Pastor Todd, just leave it alone. You don't need to explain yourself. And I understand that and agree for the most part. However, uh, they don't see the thousands of emails and communications we are getting each week here at the ministry. What a blessing from God, by the way. Uh, They're also not in my shoes. Again, everybody has their own walk. I'm no better than you. Um, So when, you know, I see a question or a series of questions, many times it keeps coming up. I realize there's got to be some level of confusion about this. And confusion can breed contention or even worse. As people often see things from their perspective and through their own experiences. And what I've found is that confusion has started wars that were unnecessary. My heart is for God and for you, by the way. I take my role as a shepherd very seriously. And leaders are held to a higher standard biblically. One of the most difficult things about my role is when I have to take a stand that goes against something that's popular, a popular opinion, a narrative. I receive all kinds of responses, friendly and not so friendly. However, I must obey God. Now, I promise to my listeners that I'm not going to do any more shows where I'm, you know, uh, criticizing or critiquing the prophetic unless it's absolutely needed to be discussed, okay? Because I'm not going to do that. That's not who I am. I'm not Hank Hanagram. I'm not the Bible answer man. I'm not sitting here, uh, you know, heresy hunter, religious spirit. That's not me. Anybody that knows me knows that's not me. In fact, that's why I rarely speak about the many things that I see in the body of Christ that I could be talking about because I know a lot. But I'm instead for the body. I speak of what's pure, what's holy, what's righteous, what's the things that are of the heart of God because I want to edify and help you grow and help me grow. We iron sharpens iron, right? That's what we do. So what I'm talking about today is simply to clarify my actual stance and also to close the gap on any falsehoods and misconceptions that some might have related to this subject matter. Uh, I'm standing on 1 John 5, 21, which has little uh, children, keep yourselves from idols. That's my heart. I believe that's God's heart. And I want to be very clear about my personal stance on this area where I see some challenges in our movement and why, in my opinion, it's important that we all course correct here from a biblical standpoint. Idolatry is number one. The Bible is clear. We're not to have any idols of man, only God. There's one God. The Lord thy God is one. Holy is his name. There shall be no other gods before me. There's one God. And we as humans tend to be prone to make idols. We saw this repeatedly in ancient ancient Israel. And it's still prevalent today, by the way. To newer believers or those who are not as in tune with what the Bible actually says, it can be a real trap. I've seen this over the course of the last few years as many people are making idols of man in the area of the prophetic community. It's almost like followers of the Grateful Dead, very loyal and will follow anywhere, following some of these people from event to event and leaning on their every word as if it's the Bible. That can be dangerous. They also do this with pastors, by the way, and others. It's all wrong, by the way. It's all wrong. Don't idolize me. Any true pastor or true prophet should be leading their followers to God and not act as a Christian celebrity or as if they're the sole person who can hear from God for anyone else. 
I believe in prophecy. I believe there are real prophets. My advice is to test the spirits and also make sure that what is being said bears witness in your spirit and is in line with the word of God. It needs to be in line with the word of God. Make sure that you're not making an idol out of any person. This is important. Number two, we'll probably not get through all this in this segment, but I think this is a very important conversation. My sheep hear my voice. Number two, my sheep hear my voice. The Bible is clear that all believers should be able to hear the voice of the Lord for themselves. That's why it says, my sheep hear my voice. Who are my sheep? You, me, anyone that's a follower of Yahshua, the one and only true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When hearing from true prophets, it's important. It's important to hear from true prophets. There's many instances in the Bible where we do hear from true prophets. It's important. Daniel, I mean, I could just go through so many. Isaiah, I mean, there's so many. It's also very important that we have our own prayer life and can understand and recognize the voice of the Lord speaking to us. The Holy Spirit gives us wisdom and discernment in our daily faith walk. We all need discernment, especially in this late hour. I often talk about how we're navigating through a spiritual minefield right now. All leaders in the church should be teaching and equipping their followers how to hear from the voice of the Lord themselves. Why wouldn't we do that? Of course, the real prophets do that. I know uh, some of my dear friends that have prophetic schools. Here's another one of my concerns, okay, though. Newer believers, again, are more prone to being abused in this area as they often have less confidence about if they can hear from the Lord themselves. The Bible says, in the mouth of two or more witnesses, my word shall be established. This is very important. Confirmation will help us navigate when we are unsure if something is of the Lord. It shouldn't be one person telling us what God wants to speak to us. This is a way that God has set up a system of checks and balances around us. It's that agreement and confirmation that we can feel much more confident that a word is in fact from God. Listen, when I am not sure if something is from God, I say, Lord, I think this is you, but I need a confirmation. Confirm it. You know, show me in another way. Have some, somebody else will come and they'll confirm it. Or I'll go to an elder and mentor and I'll share the word. And I'll say, does this bear witness in your spirit? And they will say yes or no. Or they'll pray about it, which is really important. Number three, prophecy on demand. Very, very concerning to me. Many people are seeking a fresh word. While this is not a bad thing, one and two need to be applied while in this process. Many people come to me and ask me for a word. I can only give them what God gives me. I can't make something up just to please them. And many times I get nothing at the moment. Sometimes I do. Praise God. We all have to be real and authentic. This can be very dangerous if we speak from our flesh here as people hang on to the words and make huge life decisions based upon them. Remember, God holds leaders to a higher standard. Most words from God come from a place of fear and trembling. A good and healthy fear, I mean, of course, not a bad one. Healthy fear, good fear. And one that, by the way, you'll know it's from God. I mean, I had somebody on my program yesterday and this woman got a word from the Lord, and it's like you could see her eyes were tearing up. She was almost shaking, and you could see she had an encounter with the living God. That's what we're talking about here. Hallelujah. Are you getting anything from this? I hope you are. Very important stuff. Very important conversation. Uh, PastorTodd.org is the website, PastorTodd.org. Uh, we're going to get more into this conversation as we get back from the break. We have a 14-minute segment, very important conversation today. Not trying to stir the pot here. Definitely don't want division. God wants us to be unified, but we got to get through this because there is some misconceptions and some abuse taking place. And I believe the Lord wants us to course correct here. And, and I'm not the only one, by the way. All right, we'll be right back. 
where I was baptized, cleansed from the dead. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, here on 93.3 FM. By the way, an amazing, amazing station. Please help support this station, which is Speaking Truth. And uh, the owners are amazing, and pray for them. Uh, we need more stations like this. Praise God for 93.3 FM. They're precious. I love them. Okay. We're going to get into this now. Uh, very, very important conversation that we're having here today. Most words that come from God come from a place of fear and trembling, a good and healthy fear, of course, one that you just know it's from God. And when a prophetic voice receives a word, they deliver it in obedience to God, no matter what that word is. It will never go against the Bible. It will never change the Bible. If either of those things happen, it's a false word right there, right there, and then you know it's false. As I've mentioned earlier in the broadcast, it should also bear witness in your spirit, in your heart, as you, as a believer in Jesus Christ, are filled with the Holy Spirit. We must always ask the Spirit, is this you? And by the way, he will answer. He will answer. Yes, that's me. You're going to feel such a peace in your spirit. You're going to know it's from the Lord. It bears witness in your spirit. It bear, it's in accordance to the word of God. It's not somebody making something up. It's not somebody saying something just to say it, saying it from their flesh. See, some people are very good at, at making something sound like it's from God. Well, that's the same thing as like there's preachers that are super talented. But we don't want talent. We want anointing. We don't want talent. We're not looking for talent. We want somebody that's anointed. And how do you get the anointing? You got to be in the presence of the Most High God. You got to seek his face. You got to call upon his name. You got to spend time. You got to have an active prayer life. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. That's why we're so about the word of God at this ministry. If, you know, as I say all the time, I'll say it again. I've never seen a person that's a lover of the word, that's a doer of the word, that applies the Bible, that applies the word of God, that is an unsuccessful person in life or in their spiritual walk. And by the way, we're not like this, you know, super stiff group that doesn't laugh or have fun. I have a ball in my life. I laugh, I kid around. I joke, I lay things down at the foot of the cross when they're super heavy. I lay it down because I can't, that's not my burden to bear, nor can I bear it. Every day I hear so many challenging situations and trust me, I have a huge heart for those people and I pray for them, by the way. When I say I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you because God holds me accountable to that. You know, I used to just say, I'm praying for you and then not pray. No, I need to pray. When I say I'm praying for you, you better believe I'm, I'm, I'm laying up a prayer. All right, let's get into the next part here. Number four, I call it Q-type words. Some of you will get this, some of you won't. Some of you will have no idea what I'm talking about. Many Christians have fallen into the belief that the Q movement, I mentioned this earlier, is real, and that President Trump is currently the president and that the military is in control. We talked about this, but I'm going to talk about it again, just to clarify it. This is not happening. Trust me, if I'm wrong, I would not only repent to you, as I said, but I'd be rejoicing with you, but I have investigated extensively, as I said, I don't believe this is happening. And, uh, Here's the problem, okay? Here's the challenge. Many prophetic words sound almost identical to Q. Be cautious of this. Be mindful of this. Whenever anybody says, I have a, a brand new revelation or something that's not in the Bible or, you know, just be weary of these things. Be weary of these things. A secret, I have a secret knowledge. That gets into like Kabbalah and new age and things that are not of the Lord. Everything we need to know is in the Bible. Now, is there gonna be revelations that are, 
in sync with the Bible that God will give us on our situation. Of course, I've had that happen. I mean, not, you know, it doesn't tell about like what tomorrow, you know, in your life, like literally the day tomorrow is not, not everything's in the Bible, what's going to happen throughout your day, but everything can be applied from the Bible to the situation. I really don't believe God missed any situations. There's, you know, no matter what you're going through, whether it's a divorce or, you know, a challenge with your child or you're dealing with anxiety or frustration, depression, anything that life deals you, it's in the Bible. That's what I love about it. it. It literally covers the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? But we as the body of Christ need to be wise and understand that our credibility is on the line. The world is watching. We can't fall into this trap of the enemy and try to discredit the church. That's what he wants to do with some of this bizarre, weird, strange stuff. And for many years, I've kept silent on this stuff. And it's grieved my spirit. And I know many of you remnant warriors out there that have been around for a while know exactly what I'm talking about. Weird, strange stuff. It's not of the Lord. It's not of the Lord. It's not of his spirit. It's emotional or it's just somebody doing something just totally fleshly and trying to say it's the Lord, you know, punching people in the stomach, kicking people. I've seen crazy stuff over the years. People say, well, didn't this one do it? Or did I don't care who did it. Kicking somebody? You think God wants you to walk up and kick somebody in the face? There was this guy going around saying, God told me to just kick you in the face. I don't know why I just got to kick you in the face. Yeah, nobody. Try that on me. That ain't happening, okay? Uh, here's another one. Number five, touch not my anointed. Many people are using scripture which says, touch not my anointed. I believe this scripture. Absolutely. I believe the Bible. It's absolutely true. However, this can't be used as an excuse not to correct false statements and false doctrine. It's grieved my heart to see some prominent individuals who are known as prophets to be saying bizarre and unbiblical things in the name of prophecy. Please ask yourself if what some of these people are saying is from God. Roller coasters in heaven, jello mountains. Again, we have to remember the world is watching us. Let's stick to whatever is pure, holy, and scriptural. Otherwise, again, we simply lose credibility. I'm not against one person. I love people. I'm also not questioning anybody's salvation as that's up to God. We can look for their fruit. The Bible says you know them by their fruit. We look at the fruit and we also ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom and guidance on who is real. Who is real? There's some people I just meet and within like five minutes, I know they're real. Two minutes, I know they're real. You could just tell in the spirit. And there's other people that I've known for 10 years and I still have a weird feeling about. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm not going to be naming names. I'm not going to go to war with anyone. I'm not a gangster. I'm not a pastor who loves, you know, who's, who's like, uh, you know, Christian gangster here, okay? I love you. I'm just trying to simply, you know, stand for truth in a very difficult situation. My motive is the protection of the saints and the credibility of the church. I do think we need to course correct. And I think we need to stop making idols and enunciate specific gifts like the prophetic, like any gift. And get back to the main mission, souls, doctrinally sound biblical Christianity. Boom, there it is. Doctrinally sound biblical Christianity. Anyone who has gained a significant amount of influence or followers must take responsibility. We've got to take that responsibility seriously and be true to your calling and true to God's word. You know, we can't be pulled into saying things just to appease our audience or the following that are untrue. We can't. Become focused on money or fame, recognition, pats on the back, how many shows we're on, how many followers we have, clothes, houses, cars, none of it. We've got to keep our eyes on the Lord. 
None of that stuff's going to last, by the way. None of it's going to last. I hope you know that. None of it. It will all wash away. We can only take one thing with us to heaven. That's us, our spirit. Our, that's it. You know? I mean, we, there, we can't take these things to heaven. We can't. They mean nothing. We're, we're in, the, in the grand scheme of things. Things mean nothing. What, what's important is souls. Souls are so important because they're either going to live in all eternity in hell or they're going to live in all eternity in heaven. The new Jerusalem, heaven and earth. You know, I mean, that's it. We can't be pulled into saying things to appease our audience. I'm going to say that again. Or our following that are untrue. We can't be focused on money or fame in any way. It doesn't mean you can't have money. I'm, I'm all for Christians having money. I know many prominent believers or preachers that have a lot of money and praise God for that. But don't abuse it. Don't make it an idol. Some of them are business people. I know one that in particular is like a massive kingdom builder. I mean, the guy is just amazing. He's got all kinds of businesses and he's just doing such an amazing work for the kingdom of God. Thank God for him. There's got to be people that fund the kingdom, by the way. Uh, we must fear God and be about his business. This is his ministry, not ours. Like I said, this is not a time to attack one another, nor is it a time for back and forth slandering. God is using this situation to purify his bride and to get us planted on a firm foundation. That foundation is Jesus Christ and his word. We need to be focused on the great commission, which is souls. The enemy would uh, much rather us to be about the great division. So we got to be mindful of that. And uh, I hope that this cleared up my stance because I rarely feel the need to speak so bluntly but we really need to get away from the weirdness and get back to the word of God and truth and get away from religion. People say, what do you mean you're a preacher? No religion? No, religion is not what it is. It's relationship. Relationship with the one and only true God. That's what it's about, friends. It's not about a religious person. People say, oh, you're so religious. I'm not religious at all. What do you mean you're a pastor? You're a Christian, aren't you? Yeah. Well, you're not religious? No. No. Are you spiritual? No. You know what I am? <laughs> I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and I'm, I'm in a relationship with the one and only true God who I love more than anything. And, and I have a heart for his people. And, and do I get it wrong sometimes? Yes, that's why I say it on almost every message I preach. Because I feel like there's a lot of preachers that don't admit that and they try to act like they're perfect. And listen, we're not perfect. I'm far from perfect. But I am somebody who absolutely loves the Lord and I'm a good repenter. And I hope you are as well. And so here's the, here's the word of the prophet, okay? Here's the word of the prophet. We got we to, gotta, first of all, every individual must take this to the Lord themselves and have the revelation from the Holy Spirit. That's the key. Everything I'm saying, test the spirits. Go to God. Say, is this preacher telling the truth? Is what he's saying in accordance to your word? Is, is he speaking from the spirit of living God? Everyone will tell you, yes. Yes, the spirit will say, yes, this is true. If they're in line with the spirit, because nothing that has been discussed today is, is, is unbiblical. It's all biblical, straight from the word of God. And that's how we roll, by the way, because I don't want to speak from what I, what I have to say. I, I just want to be a messenger, you know, to know him and to make him known. So if you're a prophet out there listening, listen, I'm not against you. I'm definitely not against you. I have many dear friends who are prophets whom I love and respect. I'm not questioning your sincerity, but rather taking my own advice and making sure I, just as I have written and, and spoke about today, I'm in alignment with God's word. I've made my own mistakes, like I said. 
I'm thankful for accountability and transparency who loved me and cared enough about me to share the truth that I could make the needed changes and get into God's perfect will. We don't want to see anyone's ministry discredited or hurt in any way. We love them. I love them. You love them. God loves them. Hallelujah. That's the word. That's it right there. That's it. That's my heart on this whole thing. Love God and love people. Love God and love people. But love, true love, doesn't always agree. True love knows when there's a time to take a stand for truth and righteousness, even when it's unpopular. Listen, we sat back for several years and watched this whole thing play out. And uh, you know what? Mario Murillo, I got to commend the guy. You might not agree with everything he said, but listen, the guy started the conversation. He came out and absolutely just, you know, many people were kind of blindsided by what he said, but what he said had a lot of power and authority. And again, there's going to be some people say, well, I don't agree with what he said. Or, you know, look, I made my own statement here and you can take that to the Lord and you can take whatever challenge that you have with Mario to Mario. But look, here's the thing. I'm just thankful that somebody came out and said something. And I have a lot of respect for Mario, by the way. A lot of respect. That's why we're doing a show together. We're going to be doing a show together. It's called uh, Firepower. <laughs> don't you like that? Firepower. And uh, listen, if, I, if, if there's something that he says along the way, I, I, I will say respectfully and in love that I don't agree with, I, I will, I'll share my opinion. That's the whole thing. See, people don't understand. They think like, you know, if you hang with somebody or your friends, like you agree with every single thing. Listen, I got a lot of friends that don't agree with a lot of things that I stand for, but they've proven themselves in time to be a true friend. And listen, I agree with like 99.9% of what Mario says, by the way, but you know, there's not one human being on this planet, my wife, my mom, that I agree with 100% of the time. You know what I'm saying? Okay, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Let's finish this conversation. PastorTodd.org. Very important show. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Todd Cognato Show. Thank you so much for being here today. God is good. He's faithful. He's true. He's just. He's worthy. He's holy. Oh, don't you just feel his glory? Thank you, God. Praise your name, Lord. Worthy is your name. Holy is your name. I could just listen to that all day right there. That's the show. That's it. (laughs) All right, so let's wrap up this conversation. Listen, here's the thing. I'm not going to sit on this for like 10 weeks. This is it. Uh, Unless there's a reason to talk about this again, this is truly it. Uh, I'm moving on. My heart is that hopefully this discussion puts to rest any questions. People say, well, do you think this person's good or that person's good? Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not the Bible answer man. Uh, I'm a a preacher. When when I say the Bible answer man, I mean Hank Hanagram. This guy used to go on the air and like basically critique every ministry and minister. That's not who I am. That's not my call. That's not who I am. Um, I love people. Anybody can pick up the phone and, and, and try to reach out to me, especially a pastor that feels like I have in some way insulted them or attacked them. That's certainly not my mission here. Uh, I have a real heart for the body of Christ. Uh, I have a real heart for you. And I just want to see us all set up for success. I think there's been some kind of certain things that have creeped in the room over the course of the last few years. As we've been standing, praise God, there's a group that's, you know, awakened and there's a big awakening that's happening. There's good things that are happening, you know, amazing things like revival and, People are getting delivered and they're getting healed. There's all this good stuff happening. But 
Every time there's good stuff happening, there's also the enemy has a plan for division and for false doctrines and confusion and, you know, making idols of man and, and people that are, you know, masquerading as preachers that really are charlatans. And there's all different types. That's just the way it is, friends. And I, I wish I was, you know, able to tell you today that's not going to be the way it is, but that will be the way it is. But that's why we have these discussions. And then what I say to you is instead of taking my word for it, after you hear the program, you know, go into the presence of the Lord if you have time, sometime today, tomorrow, and just seek the Lord on this. Ask the Holy Spirit. Hey, is what Pastor Todd's saying true? Should I get back to the word and back to the basics and back to the fundamentals of our faith and core doctrine and biblical Christianity? And should I ask you, Lord, what you have to say instead of just taking somebody's word for it? You know, should I, should I make an idol of man or should I go back to worshiping you? I mean, just take these things to God and take them to his word, by the way. And that will set you up for success. So whether you never listen to another one of my shows again or you listen next week or you follow me or you don't follow me, you know, people tell me, they say, uh, I'm going to unfollow you. Like it's like some type of um, punishment to me. Oh my gosh, you're going to unfollow me. You know, they, they don't understand me if they think that bothers me. This isn't about followers or likes. Listen, I just get up and say, Lord, what do you have for me today? And then I show up and I do whatever is on the agenda for the day that, you know, is on my schedule. And in everything that I do, I hope my prayer is that I exude the love of Christ, the word of God. I hope my prayer is that you would be set up for success, that you'd be going deeper in your faith. That's my whole thing. Like, you know, I was sitting down with some people in, in Florida the other day at my friend's uh, ministry and you know, and, and they were asking like some advice on something and, and I just, you know, they said, well, how much would that cost if we, if we got your advice on that? I said, let me tell you something. I am not worried about that. I just want you to be blessed and I want you to actually uh, thrive in what you're going to do. And if I can help that, give me a call and I'll, I'll tell you everything I know. People nowadays, they're like shocked when you say like, you're not going to charge us. No, because I rely on the Lord. He is my strength. He is my provision. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, doesn't mean that a worker is not worth his wages. Listen, there are times when I do, you know, if it's something that, that I need to get paid for, like, yeah, I'm not saying, like, don't get paid. But what I'm saying is, like, everything, people are trying to charge for everything, including the Bible these days. Somebody's going to say, well, what about tithe? No, tithe is to the Lord. Tithe is giving him back what's already his, and then what he does is you can't outgive God. So you give to him and then he gives back more. I'm going to give you a prime example of that real quick. I was down at a friend's ministry the other day and the Lord said, you know, give them this amount. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I looked at my wife, she looked at me and she said, okay. And I said, okay. And this person has money already. But you know what? The Lord said, give this amount. Well, we gave that amount. Now, here's the thing. Our ministry, this ministry, God's ministry that he's given us, we don't have those types of funds. I'm just going to be real. People give a lot to, um, you know, certain ministries. Now, this particular ministry that we gave to, they're doing like a million different things for the Lord. I love them to death and uh, couldn't tell you a more solid ministry. But what I'm trying to say is that there are other ministries that are not doing that and they're very well funded because they say things that tickle ears. Not that ministry, by the way. They, the People want to give to the people that are saying what they want to hear, but sometimes what they want to hear isn't true. Does that make sense? So anyway, we gave this money. And, uh, you know, I looked at the, the bank account later and I said, oh boy, oh boy. Well, here's the thing, guys. The next day, this is a testimony. That's why I'm sharing this with you. The next day, my account, I saw somebody had given double of what we just gave. I can't, you can't make this stuff up. 
double. So what was so substantial for me to give and it was like scary and then I gave and then the next day I looked at the account the next day and I was like oh my gosh and we went from like zero to having double of what we gave and I I say that to you to, to explain that God is never out of resources and if you're in a situation of need or lack in your life understand the principles of God he wants us to trust him faith without hearing you know, I mean, faith without works is dead, yes, but what does he want to do? He wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust him. And he says, you know, straight up, like, you know, if you have no faith, then you don't know me. You got to have faith. You got to have faith, not only works, but faith, like trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. My sheep hear my voice. We've got to trust in God. He provides for the birds there, the fish of the sea. How much more will he take care of you and me? He says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but I'm just telling you that there's a couple people right now that are listening to this and you're like, wow, that sounds like he's talking to me. Yes, I am. I don't know why God's put this on my heart right now to share. You're in a need and you're, and you're, you're scrambling and you're fearful. And you love God, but you're fearful. He says the faith of a mustard seed will move the mountain. That mountain that you're worried about is a molehill. It's nothing to God. Your faith is going to move that, but you got to stand up. Wherever you are, somebody is real down right now listening to this. And you're just like, oh, well, I listened to this whole thing on the prophets today. And thank you for sharing, Pastor Todd. I appreciate it. But like, you know, you're in the middle of a crazy situation and you're just like not even really fully there because you're so caught up by your situation. I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to you because God put this on my heart right now. And he's saying, stand up, rise up, child of God. He's with you. He hears your prayers. Breakthrough is at hand. But what you have to do is activate right now. Start activating your faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. With the faith of a mustard seed, you can move that mountain. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise him right now for that breakthrough. Let's just pray. Lord, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person that is listening today. There is somebody on here that is really dealing with a financial challenge, and that's why I spoke what I spoke. Everybody on here, I just pray, Lord, that we would understand the concept of tithing, that we can't outgive you. You don't even need to tithe to this ministry, Lord, but I just pray that they understand it and they grasp a hold of it. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that whatever their situation is, whether it's finances or people, or a challenging relationship, or, or they're missing a loved one that's gone on to you know, be with you, Lord, or whatever the, the situation. I just feel a lot of heaviness right now in this, in this broadcast studio, and I know this is for a reason, because, Lord, you're about to do something right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we just declare breakthrough over their situation right now. Joy, joy, peace, rest, joy, peace, rest over them right now in Jesus' name. Just receive that. Put your hands up and receive it right now. We got to go in just a minute, but put your hands up, receive it. Joy, peace, rest, favor, blessing. We take away the anxiety in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus. No more anxiety, no more doubt, no more fear. Hallelujah, no more fear, no more doubt. Now, gone, done. Rise up, child of God. Rise up, child of God. God is with you even until the end of the age. He will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We, we war in the spirit. 
It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. War in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory, glory, glory to your name. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Hallelujah. All right. Listen, I got to go in just a second here. All right. Listen, here's the deal. I hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. I love you. If you need to speak to a pastor, we might be able to help you. You can reach out pastortodd.org. Pastortodd.org. Okay. Hit the contact button there. Here's the thing. We're, we're believing. Step into the river of living water. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're believing for breakthrough in your situation. We're believing for unity in the body of Christ. What does God want? Unity. But we've got to get through the things that are not of him to get to where we need to be. And that's what we discussed today. God's heart is for us to unify, but we got to unify under the, the truth of his word. Be ye holy for I am holy. Amen. All right. We love you. We bless you. PastorTodd.org. We'll be back next week. Hope that you enjoyed today's broadcast. We'll see you soon.